Welcome to the third episode of Miseducation of Mom. I'm glad that you've returned for a time for us to breathe again, to breathe in solidarity with women who have big hearts to give and need much rest to give to themselves and to give from that rest that is given by our generous Father in Heaven. I like to refer to him as Abba. So as we begin to look at this third week that we're going into with Advent, we're going to position ourselves to look at joy, to breathe in a joy that is not diminishing, a joy that is not just about the circumstantial causes of happiness. So as you are getting yourselves in a posture, I'm also getting myself in a posture because today I am doing this soul care session with my eight-month-old daughter, Emerald. Do you want to say hi? Okay, so she's smiling. We'll see how this goes. So hopefully you will uh, realize that soul care is not absent from the real life matters that uh, call us to an attention like taking care of a newborn uh, or a young infant but we can rest in those moments so you may hear her and that'll be okay hopefully it will not distract your heart but remind you that we can both rest and work from a place of rest so whether you are home doing laundry or whether you are resting your physical body as you begin to breathe. Maybe you're at a doctor's office. Maybe that's unsettling to you. Maybe you're on a walk. Maybe you're sitting at a coffee shop. Maybe you are at a park, but wherever you are, allow for joy to be magnified in your vision. So I will begin by referring to some of the excerpts from the mini devotions, which you can find on the website, um, mohawkmamastudio.com. You can either go into the um, boutique and you'll find the free download, or you can find that on that homepage, the Advent buttons that will direct you to downloading it and printing it out. So now, let's begin to breathe. Breathe in a joy that is boundless, a joy that knows sadness, a joy that is borrowed long-term. Where does real joy, undiminishing joy, unspeakable joy come from? From the heart of a strong God, to the heart of the fragile. Yes. yes. In your presence is fullness of joy. Psalm 1611. My joy may be in you, and that you may be full of joy. John 1511. 
Joy in the presence of the angels of God over one who repents. Luke 15, 10. This joy is refreshing rest, even for the lamenting heart. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Nehemiah 8.10 Breathe. Now we're going to turn our attention to our time using Lectio Divina to guide our meditation. Our meditation will come from Luke chapter 1 verse 44. Let's read slowly. Whether you have your Bible or not, listen to the words of life. As soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. Breathe. Breathe in these words. They are an experience coming from a mother, a woman, a worshiper, a daughter. Interestingly, an unborn John leaped for joy. Breathe in that leaping for joy that happened to an unborn child. And let us begin to really reflect, to savor, to be smitten by a joy that is from above and not conditional. Let yourself lean into this unspeakable and frankly unheard of joy when it comes to our earth, our clay feet, our ever-changing issues, our peaks and our valleys. Reflect on the words. I'll read them again. As soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. As you continue to savor, I want you to think of what would be the response in this moment? What is the conversation? What would you say? in response to reflecting on this passage. Don't analyze what it is you think you ought to say or overthink it. Just engage in a friendly conversation. And if you don't know how to do that, then just begin to talk without censoring yourself. 
That's what true friendship does. Uncensored exchange. And now, what are you speaking? Are you speaking from a heart that is filled with delight? Or are you speaking from a heart that is coming from a depressing place, a sad place, a lamenting place? They can all exist in one heart. You can just offer up all of the emotions. And so as we continue to lovingly allow any distractions, the things that we think that are bringing us to this place of not focusing on what's at hand, we can offer those up as places where we want His presence, His joy to address. Their invitations. So let's press in to resting in His embrace. Resting in His presence. Not forcing anything, but just resting all that you've offered in conversation and prayer to Him. And it's fine to go right back into prayer. It's fluid. And so, I want to ask you, what is rest? It is not inactivity. Rest is a fruitful, noble art form and a redirection of activity. And that is what we're doing. We're simply redirecting ourselves in another direction. Rest is our divine inheritance. It is a way of honoring the sacred rhythm in all of our being and all of our doing. Yes, rest is definitely part of the program. And what we're doing now, what you're doing now, is worth every bit of attention to your soul. Because this joy is a buoyant joy bringing us back up to the surface when we've been plunged deep under. And so I'm reading again, as we begin to close, I'm reading again from the mini devotion, and I want you to just listen and then respond throughout the week as you keep joy front and center. Interestingly, an unborn John leaped for joy. The Holy Spirit astonished Elizabeth through Mary's greeting. Who has greeted you with the presence of Christ that caused something to leap within you? So how has your past week shaped your reading of this joy passage? Last week was about peace, shalom. And that peace has escorted us to joy. How will this passage regarding joy shape your perspective this coming week? You may jot down your response on the lines provided in the mini devotional, or you can just jot it down in your heart. I want to leave you with this messianic look at joy. 
It comes from the root word sameach. And so in Hebrew, when we look at this joy, we're looking at pleasure, celebration, delight. It's not about facial expressions, although a joyful face will smile and a joyful leg may dance to a rhythm and joyful hands may clap, but a joyful heart immerses itself in the presence of a God who allows for the heart to experience both sorrow and joy. And I'd like to just read Hebrews 12, verse 2, to highlight exactly what I mean by that. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross. Some translations say the joy set before him. But the idea is that Jesus was enduring something that was not pleasurable. But he saw a pleasure awaiting him. And he knew that it was already his. So he could endure it. So let's endure it. And let's see that joy awaiting us now and for later. I want to just remind us that it is Jesus who tells us to come to me, all of you who are weary, burdened, and I will give you rest. Think about that. Consider deeply what it will look like for you to rest in joy, an unspeakable joy, and to eat of its fruit because it is indeed a fruit of the Spirit. Shalom until we breathe again. Hey there, mamas. Around these parts, we invite and we encourage you to engage in the necessity of Sabbath rhythms. And these Sabbath rhythms are tied into your, your calendar. And so they are daily diversions, weekly withdrawals, monthly moments, and annual abandonments. So to learn more about Sabbath rhythms and to join the Miseducation of Mom community, visit mohawkmamastudio.com slash miseducationofmom. You'll automatically receive the Sabbath rhythms updates and exclusives. And you'll just continue to stay um, abreast of the things that are happening with Mohawk Mama Studio encouraging you to work from a place of rest and to savor life and the life of Christ from a place of rest.